Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Genuine Parts Company, ticker symbol GPC. So we're looking at Genuine Parts today because the company is a dividend king. Dividend kings are members of the S&P 500 who have consecutively increased their dividend payouts for each of the past 50 years. So there are only a handful of companies that are dividend kings, and Genuine Parts has the distinction of being tied with Procter & Gamble and with Dover Corporation as having the longest dividend king track record. Genuine Parts has consistently increased their dividends for each of the past 66 years. So together with those two other businesses, this is an unparalleled track record. On top of that, Genuine Parts has far outperformed the S&P 500 over the past year, while the S&P 500 is down over this time frame, Genuine Parts stock price is up nearly 26%. Currently, the business is trading for $165.94 per share. Over the last five years, their stock price is compounding at a rate of 9% annually, with the business being up more than two and a half times from its lows in March of 2020. Over 10 years, Genuine Parts is compounding at a rate of 9.5% annually, and going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, Genuine Parts stock price is compounding at a rate of 8% annually. Keep in mind that the company, again, is a dividend king, so they've been paying out dividends for each of these years and increasing this dividend payout. So their average dividend yield throughout this time frame would be in addition to this compounded annual return. And right now, Genuine Parts pays out an above average 2.16% dividend yield. Genuine Parts is about $20 below their 52-week high. They're up about $50 from their 52-week low. Right now, a little over 2% of their shares outstanding are sold short. And this is a large business. They have a $23.5 billion market cap. So for additional background about the business, Genuine Parts sells automotive parts, which make up about two-thirds of net sales and industrial components. The company sells car and truck parts to commercial and retail customers through roughly 9,700 stores worldwide most of which are independently owned. It's industrial unit primarily operating under the Motion Industries banner in the United States, supplies bearings, power transmission, industrial automation, hydraulic and pneumatic components to maintenance, repair, and OEM clients. Genuine Parts operates in the United States, Canada, France, the UK, Ireland, Germany, Poland, the Netherlands, Belgium, Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, Indonesia, and Singapore. The company was incorporated in 1928 and is headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Genuine Parts, based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an evolving process. So it serves as an opportunity to learn in public. So it's gonna to continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital to be above 14%. And there are two major reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital, and the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Genuine Parts has earned pretty stable, pretty steady returns on capital in the mid-teens for most of these years. Their lowest returns on capital came in 2019 at about 12%, and over their last 12 months, the company has actually earned 22% returns on capital, 
which is outpacing how they've performed over these previous five fiscal years. When we average out these five fiscal years, Genuine Parts is earning about 15% returns on capital. So that's just slightly above that 14% benchmark we're looking for. But those are returns that are solidly about double those of a typical business. So this is a check to start things off here on metric number one for Genuine Parts. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are gonna be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. So over the last five years, Genuine Parts has grown their revenues by about 30%. Their earnings are up almost double and their free cash flows have also grown quite a bit. They're up by 70%. So this is solid growth across the board here for Genuine Parts. They're making use of some operating leverage by having their net incomes and free cash flows grow faster than their revenues. And so this is a check here on metric number two. It's especially a great sign to see that their free cash flows are up and that they've earned quite a bit of free cash flow post the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns in 2020 because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business and a business can use its free cash flows to pay dividends, buy back shares, make acquisitions, pay down debt, or reinvest back into the business. So ultimately, a business's ability to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is what that business is going to be worth. So again, great to see such strong growth here for genuine parts. We're two for two to start things off. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at genuine parts on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So in our previous metric, we learned that their earnings are up nearly doubled over this time and genuine parts has conducted modest share buybacks. They bought back about 3% of their shares outstanding over this time frame. This is likely a good sign for long-term shareholders in the business because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. And so when a business buys back its stock by decreasing the number of shares that it has outstanding, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business as an existing shareholder in the company which ultimately increases the percentage of the business's profits that you're going to be entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. And just like with any other acquisition, we want the company to be getting more value than the price that they're paying. Practically, this means that we want businesses to be buying back their stock when they're trading for below their intrinsic value and it looks like an attractive use of their capital relative to some of their other opportunities. So again, with more earnings over a smaller amount of shares outstanding, this is earnings per share growth on metric number three, and this is a check here. Over their last 12 months, Genuine Parts has earned $8.32 for each share that they've had outstanding. Next up for metric number four, we're looking for something very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. For the same reasons that the last metric was a check, this is also going to be a check here on metric number four, as their free cash flows have grown significantly over this time frame, and they have a smaller number of shares outstanding. So, so far through our first four metrics, we're a perfect four for four on genuine parts. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing leverage. We don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced over the last five years. Genuine Parts had about $2.7 billion worth of net debt at the end of 2021. Currently, they have about $3.4 billion of net debt. However, when we sum up all of their cash flows over their past five years, the company has produced about $5 billion worth of free cash flow. 
and they've grown their free cash flows over this time frame. It looks like even with the maximum amount of debt that they took on here in 2019, the company would still be able to comfortably support this debt load based off the business being strongly free cash flow generative over this time. So this is a check here on metric number five. Also with their free cash flows growing over their last 12 months, the business has produced $1.1 billion worth of free cash flow. So again, they'd be able to support this debt load and be able to pay off all of this net debt with just over three years worth of their free cash flows. So it looks like relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows, the business is using a reasonable amount of debt here. And we are still perfect five for five through our first five metrics. Let's see if the business has what it takes to go a perfect six for six on our select six analysis. Last but not least, our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow over the last five years to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for a valuation of genuine parts. So we're using their total enterprise value because it gives us a perspective of the company that's going to be more similar to as if genuine parts were a private business by taking into consideration both their market cap and their net debt position. So right now, genuine parts has about a $27 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the last five years, the business has produced about $5 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, the business produces about $1 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $1 billion of their average free cash flow by their $27 billion total enterprise value, that is going to give us about a 3.7% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So while that's just about in line with the yield of the 10-year treasury, that's not offering us that slight risk premium that we're ideally seeking here. And so unfortunately, coming in all the way at the end here, this is going to be our first and only acts of the day on genuine parts. Keep in mind, though, that the business has grown their free cash flows over the last five years. And again, as we learned in the previous metric, over the past year, the business has produced $1.1 billion worth of free cash flow. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for genuine parts, when we divide their last 12 months of free cash flow by their total enterprise value, that gives us about a 4.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So that would be up slightly from the yield of the 10-year treasury. However, even on that basis, that's not giving us that 5% risk premium that we're ideally seeking. And so both on a current and an average basis of their free cash flows, this is an X here on metric number six. Just because this is the case though, doesn't mean that you're gonna throw this business out in its entirety. And there was seemingly a lot to like about this business through our previous five metrics. While this analysis is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security and it's not financial advice, it is meant to be taken in holistically. And while these metrics are simple in nature, when they're combined together, they can be very powerful. Plus, we've also got some interesting things left to cover about genuine parts. So then as a bonus here, we're taking a look at Genuine Parts dividend profile. So again, Genuine Parts is a dividend king, paying out consecutively increasing dividends for each of the past 66 years. Currently, the business has an above average 2.1% dividend yield. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends, either by chasing dividend yields or by chasing dividend track records. So it's important to stop and look at the underlying fundamentals of a business to determine whether their dividends are well supported by that company's abilities to produce earnings or free cash flows depending on the type of business. For genuine parts, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows, and that was the case in all five of these years. While they did have a dividend payout ratio of about 75% in 2019, the company has been able to earn quite a bit of free cash flow for each share that they've had outstanding, especially since 2020. And over the past three years or so, the business has maintained under a 50% dividend payout ratio. So while this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance here, 
and this is no guarantee for the future, it would seem to be the case that Genuine Parts looks like it has a healthy and sustainable dividend going forward into the future. And with their dividend track record, they're likely going to be incentivized to keep this going. So their dividends look to be well supported by their free cash flows and things generally look pretty good for Genuine Parts if you're potentially interested in the business for its dividend status. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Genuine Parts which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for the company. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. Here we're starting with the business's current free cash flows and using historical growth assumptions for how the business has grown their free cash flows dating back all the way till 1990 to use these to project these out into the future. So it's up to you to do your own homework here to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions are going to be potentially accurate and applicable going forward to give us a baseline projected estimate for genuine parts. So if we assume that they grow their current free cash flows at a rate of about 4.5% annually for the next 10 years, and then use a terminal stage for the business for the 10 years out after this, where that growth rate just slows down to about 4%, we won't be adding in their tangible book value because that's going to be skewed based off how the accounting has been done for their share buybacks over the years. But if we were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from genuine parts, which is the rate of return that Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments, then it looks like a potential fair value for the business based off today's multiples is about $67 per share. So that's less than half of what their current stock price is at. However, please keep some caveats in mind here. One is that this business likely does have tangible assets, but we weren't adding this into our calculation. To understand the value of those assets and to adjust that so that it's not thrown off by how the accounting is done for the company, is something that you'd likely want to dig into the business and read through their filings to understand in more depth. Their 10K will have a lot of information about that. Something else to keep in mind is that this 15% rate of return would be including their dividend yield. So 2% of this 15% would be coming directly from their dividend and we would not be doubly counting their dividends here. And then number three, please keep in mind that a discounted cash flow model is based off the predictability of a business and the predictability of its future free cash flows. There are reasons why any business may not be as predictable as they potentially could have been in the past. And some businesses just tend to have inherently more predictable future free cash flows than others. So please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed legal and financial professionals. So in just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for genuine parts, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the company, number one, genuine parts should be able to act as a consolidator in the fragmented European aftermarket automotive parts market. Number two, the automotive and industrial part retail sectors should consolidate around larger participants due to their superior level of component availability. Genuine parts should benefit from this trend for years to come. And number three, rising average vehicle age and favorable fleet composition trends should buoy genuine parts automotive parts business. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, a dearth of large acquisition opportunities in the United States auto parts retail segment should keep the pace of consolidation slow. Number two, inflation and economic uncertainty could pressure genuine parts industrial operation if manufacturing sector conditions deteriorate as a result. And number three, a much higher proportion of independent versus company-owned auto parts stores caps margin potential, albeit with lower capital needs, 
and impedes genuine parts ability to generate additional sales from DIY customers in some capacities. So hopefully this offers a potentially balanced perspective around some of the qualitative aspects concerning the key points for a potential long or a potential short thesis of the business. Now it's time for a recap. In summary, Genuine Parts is a dividend king with a dividend track record of consistently increasing their payouts over the last 66 years. This is tied with Procter & Gamble and Dover Corporation for having the longest dividend track record of any members of the S&P 500. The company also checks the box on five out of six of our select six analysis metrics today. Their only X came all the way at the end for the business when it looks like on both a current and an average basis of their free cash flows compared to their enterprise value, while those are coming in around the yield of the 10-year treasury, that's below the slight risk premium that we'd ideally be seeking for the business. Again, though, that was our only X of the day. It looks like the business is comfortably able to support their debt loads with both their current and their average free cash flows. They bought back 3% of their shares outstanding over the last five years, and the company has experienced strong growth in their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows over this time. The business also earns above average returns on capital coming in around 15% and they've earned 22% returns on capital over their last 12 months. It also looks like the company is maintaining a reasonable dividend payout ratio and over the last three years this has come in below 50% of their free cash flows. That likely bodes well for the continuing health and sustainability of their dividend payouts. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of genuine parts. If you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward for the business, and you are ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from the company, then it looks like a fair value for the business is south of $70 per share. So their stock price would have to fall in half for that to be the case. However, again, there were some reasons why this might not have been potentially applicable for the business, especially due to the company's long history of share buybacks. That significantly skews their tangible book value based off how the accounting is done for those share buybacks. And this company likely does have a positive net worth in terms of their tangible assets. So if you're interested in learning more about the business, you'd want to dig into the company's filings, read through their 10Ks, and make some of those adjustments to that model on your own. It's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice and it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about genuine parts. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track, buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested.
So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of the business, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for genuine parts will be. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business, and you can truly understand the ins and outs, understanding what's important and what's not important for the company going forward as you learn the business's underlying essence. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Genuine Parts Company, ticker symbol GPC. We looked at the business today because they're a 66-year dividend king. This business has been tied for being the pinnacle of stability over more than half a century in the stock market. And so if you learned something and or you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Genuine Parts with me, and have a genuinely great day.